Hi, this is Asking Startup. My name is Adil. Welcome to our very first episode. Today we'll be speaking to Daniel Roberts, the founder of Unlimited You. Unlimited You is the first online fitness platform for disabled people and people with long-term illness. This startup company was born out of Danny's personal challenges that she experienced herself when she couldn't find the right information on the safe and proper ways to adapt exercises for herself. According to a study, only 2 in 5 disabled people feel they are given the opportunity to be as active as they would like to be. Unlimited You would be creating opportunities for people with disability to safely exercise and be more active. Our aim in this episode is to find out more about Danny's personal struggles and current challenges she's facing to create Unlimited You, which she envisions to help disabled people with long-term illnesses live happier and healthier lives. Thank you so much for joining us today, Danny. This is the first episode for Ask a Startup. So, thank you once again. And I think I would like to kick off straight away. Uh the first thing that I know about you is you're from Birmingham and you're running your startup. You've been a student of Aston. Could you tell me a bit more about your educational background, please? My undergrad degree is in criminology. and then my masters is in entrepreneurship and international business completely random and different but I was wondering yeah. but <laughs> that's exciting you got to learn two different things yeah yeah i mean they are actually like quite interlinked when you get into it business mm-hmm. is all about people and criminology is all about people too so sure. yeah yeah i mean even for me is the same thing i did biomedical science and then international business has no relation in it <laughs> but yeah, it's good So um what's your business called? Yeah, so my business is called Unlimited You mm-hmm. and it's essentially an online fitness platform um for disabled people. So we'll provide um on-demand workout programs that are actually designed and created by disabled people. How long has it been that you created this? So I actually started well it will be 2 years in September. Okay. Um but technically we're still not officially launched just yet. Um it's taken a lot of work. to get to where we're at so yeah i know it does take time <laughs> and i think 2 years is nothing it just flies yeah. that quick um you, you've been working on content as i know right yeah so like the first probably like 6 to 8 months was actually all about get making sure i had like all the fundamental blocks in place so mm-hmm. it was like learning about legals and making sure my business plan was like as good as it could be just so i had that document there when so when things start going wrong I actually had something to look back on and be like okay actually mm-hmm. this is where I need to come what to do and then I spent um a good couple of months actually traveling around um the west midlands looking at all the exercise classes that were running for disabled people mm-hmm. um just kind of seeing how people were running them in person and figuring out how I could translate that into the online space. So that means you did spend quite a lot of time in researching then. Yeah. How many places have you visited during that time? Um so I visited and spoke to quite a few people. Mm-hmm. I just felt it was important to kind of see what people who had already been doing it for yeah. like years a couple of years before mm-hmm. me um just to see how they did it and what they thought of the idea and stuff like that. And that's amazing. I think that's a crucial part before you actually start a business for that obviously you need to know right? yeah so what would you say was your main motivation or were your main motivations behind creating unlimited you 
Yeah, so one of my biggest motivations is actually changing the perspective people mm -hmm. have people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was born, um, the doctors were actually negligent and they severed a bunch of um, nerves that attached to my spinal cord, which mm -hmm. control my right arm. Um, so I grew up without the use of my right arm and learned to do everything one-handed and grew up playing sport and exercise, it was weirdly pretty much the only thing I was good at. I wasn't good at much else. Um, but yeah, as I got older, there just as much opportunity to play sport and to be active um, as there was when I was younger. And I joined the gym, hoping to not, you know, keep the weight off and to yeah. fit and healthy. Um, but literally for about two years, I've probably used about three pieces of the same exercise equipment mm -hmm. over and over again, just because there was no information mm. that actually told me whether it was safe to use the equipment or how to use the equipment. And personal trainers just didn't have any kind of idea of how to adapt it. Um, so yeah, it was, my motivation was to kind of solve a problem that I was facing, knowing full well that if I was facing it, there'd be a whole lot of other people facing the same or similar problems. I think often uh, that's exactly what happens. The personal struggles are the reason why somebody creates a new brilliant idea. Yeah, I think it's one of the best ways and reasons to start, yeah. start a business. Yeah, I think that gives you that uh, motivation and you know what you are looking for exactly. What would solve, you know, because you're solving something yeah. from this. So that's uh, absolutely brilliant. Did you ever feel like you always wanted to do business before that? or? Yeah, I think like when I was little, um, I actually used to joke with like my mom and say that, oh, when I'm older, I'm gonna run a business. But mm -hmm. obviously it's just one of those like jokes that you say when you're little. Yeah. I didn't actually think it would ever happen. Um, yeah, like pretty much like the area that I'm from and where mm -hmm. I grew up, no one really ever does this. Um, so yeah, it was literally like just a joke that I used to say with my mom, and actually, it's what I'm doing now. So yeah. That seems like what you said as a young <laughs> child. You're doing it now. That's wonderful. I mean, so would you like to talk to us about more about the business model behind in Unlimited You? How do you uh, intend to earn, etc.? I mean, if you're if you want to share that. Yeah. So the plan is um, will be subscription based. Mm -hmm. um, so users will pay like a monthly subscription and they'll get access to um, workout videos and recipes and access to like an exclusive com community mm -hmm. um, and then every month we'll release new recipes and new workouts to kind of keep that content fresh and always challenging people with a, a good new workout. So how much con content have you got so far? Yeah so at the minute obviously I was filming in person um, yeah. in like a really nice TV studio here in Birmingham. Um, obviously lockdown happened and all of that went out the window. So it was like, right, how am I gonna still keep creating this content? And I decided to um, work with an influencer marketing agency with the hope of connecting to about 10 disabled influencers and getting them to create workouts at home for the platform. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing at the minute. So we've got 10 workouts coming from um, some influencers and then obviously on creating workouts as well. So, yeah. That's amazing. Wow. So the, these influencers, are they like someone from UK or abroad? 
Yeah, so we've got some from the UK, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and then we've got a couple from the States as well, which mm-hmm. is really exciting. Wow, well, what do they do? Yeah, so most of them are like disability advocates, so mm-hmm. they kind of post and talk about being disabled and what it's like to be disabled. Some are, One of them is a, a Paralympian, so she's a wheelchair GB basketball player, which is amazing. Um, and now we're in talks with a uh, team GB blind footballer, which is just incredible. Wow, that's a fantastic network you've created. I mean, did you make all of these connections while you were trying to create this startup or did you know them beforehand? Yeah, so a lot of the connections I have actually come through the marketing agency. Um, oh, okay. But it's kind of uh, the first disabled influencer agency. Um, Oh, oh, okay, so that agency itself is just related to disability. Yeah, so they wow. kind of partnered with a really, really big um, influencer agency that was already up and running. Mm-hmm. And um, they kind of said, like, look, there's really this need um, for disabled influencers, for brands to know how to target disabled consumers. And we think it would be the perfect opportunity to, to partner up and create this kind of new company. Um, so that's what they've done. And they actually launched near the beginning of lockdown. I was actually their first customer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of the perfect timing for me as yeah. well. So it kind of all just worked really naturally. You've got a really good team of people working on the content. Yeah. Because that's the main thing for your business. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's always coming up with new ways to create the content mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's the biggest problem, but also opportunity that sure. we face. So, yeah. Yeah. So would you say that, you know, during lockdown, I know that you've been working from home. Was there any struggles or any opportunities you found due to the lockdown? What do you feel? I really enjoyed lockdown. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, I think I'm quite introverted. So yeah. meeting people face to face and going to networking events and stuff like that is like quite overwhelming for me. Uh-huh. But obviously, since we've been on lockdown, everything's been through Zoom. So it's actually worked really well for me. There's like... Yeah. less pressure and it's like more relaxed yeah and i feel like i've just been able to like talk to people more freely than i would if i was in like a big room at a networking event mm-hmm. with people like rushing to make sure they speak to as many people as possible so i personally prefer it <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure many other people yeah. would would say that but for me yeah i've really like if it could stay this way <laughs> that'd be for perfect me, for you yeah for, i guess it's every um introvert's dream really isn't it but yeah yeah i mean but still yeah but uh, for me personally i think I, I prefer work from home yeah i mean saves you a lot of time yeah like you waste so much time like traveling like exactly. to and from the office and yeah. stuff like that so yeah so that that sounds like you were able to focus more on unlimited you and did uh, I think create more content during the lockdown than previously you have. Yeah, I think like before lockdown, I don't know, I kind of, I guess you get a bit of FOMO if you don't go to like networking events <laughs> yeah. or you say, oh, I'm going to work from home today. You think, oh, like what am I missing out on? Like, do you exactly. know, I haven't missed out on anything during lockdown because mm-hmm. we've all been in the same situation. But yeah. So uh, it's, it sounds like you do have a support system that you've created for yourself, right? Yeah. And uh, who are they? Yeah, so actually since lockdown, I've um, tried to like put more processes and mm. systems in place mm. to make sure that I'm constantly making sure I'm heading in the right direction. So that's actually been really great. Um, but in terms of like people and support systems, um, 
I've had a business mentor from right from the beginning through BC mm-hmm. here at Aston, who's been amazing, and we always check in, like whether it's through FaceTime or face to face, like we're always checking in, and then in between having those meetings, we'll like text as well, mm-hmm. which is always really important just to make sure everything's heading in the right direction. And then yeah, my family's really supportive as well, so that's always good. Oh, that's brilliant. I mean, yeah, you need that. I mean. I think that's important. You don't really have a team at the moment, right? And no. You, you're doing everything by yourself. So always wearing different hats. Yeah, I think it's really important. Yeah. Um, I think as an entrepreneur, it's kind of almost necessary to try mm-hmm. out everything that you're doing in your business just to True. experience it. And Absolutely. I guess that's the only way you know how to improve things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think if you, like anyone who goes to work, they don't really get to like you know experiment or try so many things like us entrepreneurs are actually getting to experience which is why we learn everything marketing sales photography videography editing skills this and that there's always something new yeah definitely like literally always something new like before starting unlimited you had never edited a video in Mm. my life and now i created like a predominantly video-based company yeah and video editing is pretty much what I spend a lot of my time doing at the uh-huh. minute so yeah it was like a completely new skill that I had to learn but it's been great so would you say that all these skills that you're gaining now let's say I mean I'm sure unlimited you would definitely do well <laughs> if it didn't work out yeah. you wouldn't be able to use those skills somewhere else right yeah de- definitely I'm, I think majority of the skills that people learn when they're trying to get Mm -hmm. a business up off the ground Mm -hmm. are very very transferable to like Mm -hmm. other jobs and like other Mm -hmm. projects that you can use so yeah definitely not wasted (laughs) i mean because for me like uh, during the lockdown i actually uh, bought a set of uh, tools for fixing my watches (laughs) and and that's also something you know when i was learning to do that i was like thinking maybe if it doesn't work out my business I can become someone who's fixing watches or something. But yeah, I mean, I think any skill that you learn is always helpful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So um, I think since you're working from home right now, you do still manage to work around uh, that, right? Because you're working from nine to five now? Um, I pretty much try and work actually from about eight to six, six thirty. Oh, wow. Yeah. It just kind of works really well for me, this like working mm-hmm. in these hours, because what I tend to try and do is set myself tasks to complete within like mm-hmm. so many hours, and then I'll have like an hour break, and then I'll set myself another task. So I think, especially when it's like your work is very repetitive, like at the minute, as mm-hmm. I said, I'm mostly editing videos and mm-hmm. doing stuff like that. It can become not not boring but very repetitive and like you kind of need that break mm-hmm. so i try and set myself like two hours to complete like one video depending on the length and then after i've done that i'll give myself like an hour's break to kind of reset and get ready to go again um so working like those hours it sounds really long but actually i don't know the days seem to fly by before i know it it's like you know half six seven o'clock at night I'm like, oh like yeah because yeah. that's that's a long hours of shift because that's something you do monday to friday um except for thursdays because i still work part-time oh, okay um, so yeah thursdays don't really count and then fridays if i can i try and have a day where i'm not so much working on 
like physical things in the business it's more about reflecting and taking time to process what I've done in the week before and thinking about what I need to do in in like the future I think it's really important to kind of take that time to kind of yeah just think and reflect and process yeah I mean because for me I think when I think of uh, that timing it's, it sounds hard to manage you know work life and then you know investing time on doing video editing or whatever you need to do for your business because most of the questions that students do ask these days like which I get faced is how do you manage your time oh so like it's like eight or half six on the start up yeah okay so when you're working on your surgery you don't really you know use any of that time in between for your work no I mean it's only one day a week so it's not like massive so it's it's fine fair enough another question would be that did you take any funding or what kind of support did you get when you created started this business i mean i know that you're part of bc yeah and which is a um, i think platform for students to get into entrepreneurship from aston and you are an alumni of aston as well right yes so actually when i was at uni um I was still working in the GP. I've literally been working in the GP surgery since my undergrad. Okay. So it's been quite a while, but I knew that I wanted to start a business when I Mm -hmm. applied to start my master's and I knew that I was going to need a part of money. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually literally like lived at home to cut my costs down like as low as possible. So I still live at home and yeah, literally every bit of money I kind of saved as much as I can, Mm -hmm. as much as I like could. Um, and yeah i managed to save a part of like ten thousand pounds that's not bad yeah that's really good well done (laughs) which i am yeah so that's kind of Mm -hmm. i put it aside and was like right that's going to be for Mm -hmm. my business and obviously i'm still working so i just try and keep my costs like as low as possible Mm -hmm. like i don't buy clothes all that often and i don't go out that often Mm -hmm. um because i know that i'm going to need money for the startup and then obviously through BC and I'm through Aston and Santander I've had access to um, a little bit of funding which has been extremely useful because um, yeah it does cost a lot of money to get things yeah, going I mean, so it sounds like you actually are an entrepreneur anyone who can save I think because <laughs> most people struggle there and I yeah. think you've been really careful with your expenses yeah I think it's an important part and I think I think now in today's society there's a bit of like confusion because when you speak to people about entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur they always talk about getting funding and like mm-hmm. raising funds and in investing and getting investment and I think back like probably like a few years ago people hardly ever did that and sure. people mostly started their business from savings from mm-hmm. living like below their means and saving as much as they could mm-hmm. which is what I what I I'm doing and seems to be working so far. So absolutely, yeah. I think that's a brilliant thing. I mean, I mean, anyone who's listening, I mean, I think could learn from this because most people, I think, at university, I know that you do want to enjoy your life. Yeah. But I think it's good to also think about what you want to do and probably save a little bit. Yeah, by all means, like still enjoy your life. Don't like absolutely. put everything you enjoy yeah. out, but just be just be reasonable. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what everyone, most of the students shouldn't suffer from. Like, as soon as you get into uni life, you say, oh, yeah, I'm broke. Every time you ask them something, I'm broke. That's a natural response, I think, for everyone. 
So what would you say is your biggest challenge uh, or you know anything you've faced so far? And did you manage to overcome that challenge if you did face one? Yeah, so I think actually like my biggest challenges have probably been confidence and self-doubt. Uh-huh. It's probably not like a challenge as in like a physical <laughs> challenge. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, I guess, even from when I was like a little kid, confidence and self-esteem has been something that I've always struggled with. Uh-huh. So that's probably been like my biggest barrier. So it's been myself, uh-huh. which is really weird to say. But yeah, no, I think I have overcome it. The last kind of 18 months has been like a bit of a crazy journey and I felt my confidence grow massively. Um, but I know it, it will always be something that I've got to keep working on and got to keep chipping away at and yeah hopefully as like Unlimited you continues to grow and get out there like my confidence will keep growing with that as well yeah I'm sure because I think that's how it happens for me as well yeah like uh, I think the more you experience the more you get better and more confident yeah which was something I used to struggle a lot and I think it's getting better now I think uh that's the thing with entrepreneurship you learn a lot and the skills keep improving yeah each and every day. yeah i think it's about who you surround yourself with as well mm-hmm. so obviously being a part of bc and being in like several different mm-hmm. entrepreneurship kind of groups and communities you're constantly surrounding yourself with people who are doing incredible things and i think that kind of gives you like a bit of a confidence boost as well because you're like oh like they're doing that and that's amazing like why can't I do that too so yeah I think that that's what happens for me anyway I don't know about anybody else but no it does I mean I mean that's that's why even like this talk anyone would be watching or listening the ones who want to learn thank you very much for your time today it was amazing to learn so much from you and I think uh anyone who's listening would enjoy this session as well which we had and uh, the last thing i would ask is that is there anything that you would like to like to entrepreneurs who are planning to start up oh um tip i think my, my my best tip would be to take small steps like a lot of people think when you're starting out you have to make like these big giant shoes but often if you're taking small steps but you're trying to take them like all the time you're going to get a lot further than like going out like with one big massive step yeah i think that's like my best tip like just take small steps every day yeah well yeah, yeah. absolutely i think uh, i think that's that's how we all came this far right yeah one step at a time i, I think otherwise it can be overwhelming might seem like it's quite stressful but one step at a time is the best way to go really, yeah. and which is why i do like the idea of you where you say friday i'm doing nothing that's it relax yeah. that's how it should be yeah it's literally a day where i just think about what i've done mm-hmm. and like i think about what i want to do in the future but ultimately it's just a day where i'm not actually working on anything i'm just taking that time to process brilliant Well, thank you very much once again, Danny. No problem. Thanks for having me.